0: What's really good, my people? Welcome into Buckets Action Network's daily NBA betting podcast. We're in the workshop Wednesday, NBA Slate, and the regular crew is with me. I am your host, Sean Little. J Money is money. Of course, AC Analytics Capper. Wednesday, NBA Slate. We are presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Go download the Action Network app. Everything you need is in that app. Super Bowl is on the way. Tons of props. Tons of breakdowns on that Chiefs-Niners matchup. And, of course, as we close out this NBA first half, as we go into the break, tons of info there. Go check out our guy Joe Delara, Absolutely sleeping hot in the props market. You know how we do. We give you our best bet. We give you the cap. We get you guys out of here. J Money, it's money. What are you looking at for the Wednesday NBA slate? looking at the New Orleans Pelicans plus six and a half. AC, analytics capper, what are you looking at for the Wednesday NBA slate?
1: I'm going to go with Golden State Warriors, minus one.
0: I'm going to stay on the same tilt as AC. I'm going to go Sixers, Warriors, over 237. All right, Jay, money is money. I'm coming right back to you. Before we hop on, you saying I'm only looking at the dogs. I'm I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, I'm a dog. Jay Money said he's the dog catcher right now. So he went with the Pelicans plus the points. Why here? Why this spot against the the white hot Clippers?
2: Yeah. If y'all ever seen Friday, man, I'm going like, like, uh, uncle Willie over there, man. I'm looking at, I'm only looking at the, (laughs) I'm only looking at the dogs right now, but, uh, Clippers, I mean, this team has been red hot. Uh, I do think that they got a little lucky versus the Atlanta Hawks. Obviously, the Hawks don't play a ton of defense, but they were supposed to drop that game, and They did end up getting it done. I mean, I'll tell you right now, the Clippers look like they want to go to the NBA Finals. They look like they could be sneakily the top team in the West, but this is a horrible spot for somewhat of an older team. Uh, this team is, this is the first uh, game back at the house after a seven-game road trip here. So always a fade spot here. Are they red hot? Yes, but are they going to win every game for the rest of the season? No. I like the Pelicans in this spot. Obviously, I do need Zion in this game. He's questionable. They've been listening to him questionable every game. Some games he plays, some day, uh, some games he doesn't. But this is a spot play here for me on the Pelicans. I think this team can match up with the Pelicans here. This is a revenge spot as well. They did just lose one eleven to ninety five at the house on January fifth. And like I say, full squad out there. I really think the Pelicans can match up with these guys, man. It's just this is a horrible spot to be land points with the home team here. I know power rating wise, um, they have to make them a favorite. But if you look at the spot, like. I'm a, I am a spot better in the NBA. Um, this is not a spot that I'm laying points with the team coming back home from a seven-game road trip here. So um, I will make a small play on the New Orleans Pelicans here, plus the six and a half. If you wait till game time, you might get a make. You might even get a plus seven here. But uh, I like the Pelicans to keep this game close, if not win this game outright.
0: AC, any thoughts because New Orleans has been a little bit of up and down. Brandon Ingram went crazy the other night, kept him afloat there. What do you think about the play?
1: I like it. I I kind of like the Pelicans in the first half a little bit more. Uh, the Clippers are coming off a seven-game road trip, so they're coming back after play, basically two weeks. They're playing in Los Angeles, back home again. They're not comfortable. I mean, they went on the road and, and just you know tore up. Now they have to go home, and that type of energy, that time, type of momentum – might be stunted a little bit in the first half. So I, I agree with Jay. I think it is a Pelicans first half for a uh, full gameplay, but I think I, I trust the first half a little bit more um, with caveats, right? Like you have to have a full, uh, full squad going for new Orleans. If, if, you know, Zion isn't healthy or if Ingram's not out there, like um, that's going to be a little shaky, but I, I agree with Jay. I I'm never going to, going to go against my guy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I was actually looking at this play. This was my first one out. I was either going to go Pelicans with the points or the over that I am making official here in Sixers-Warriors. The Clippers, every time I do think they're going to take a step back, like they haven't, and they've continued to show up. The Atlanta win, they should have lost. I was watching that game mm-hmm. front and back. They closed really well. James Harden throwing shit off the glass for four-point plays. Everything's going for the Clippers at the moment, I just feel like six and a half against. I, I say this every time I mention New Orleans. They're like a, they're top ten D, top top eleven D, via the numbers, depending on what what game frame, last fifteen, all season, whatever you want to put on it. But I still believe they're better than that on defense when they do lock in. Now, obviously, of course, keep your eye on the injury report. But six and a half coming off a long road trip versus a familiar Western Conference opponent. In a game that's going to have a lot of juice, for New Orleans especially, I think six and a half is too many points. I agree with Jay across the board. I do like this spot.
2: This is their eighth game in 13 days as well. Uh, for a bit of an older team, that shit starts to catch up with you, man. So I know it doesn't really seem like a lot, but eight games in 13 days. These guys went to Toronto, Boston, Cleveland, Washington, D- uh, Washington D.C., uh, Detroit, Miami, Atlanta. They've been literally traveling all over the United States, and they're coming back from Atlanta going to uh, L.A. as well, flying over three time zones. Some tells me that the Clippers might run out of gas here, but I also agree with A.C. that it could be a first-half and full-game spot for the Pelicans here.
0: Yeah, AC, is that also why you're you're leading that 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 first half? Just the amount of rigor the Clippers have been going through?
1: Yeah, it's just something that I've I've picked up, you know, the last couple of seasons. If you like a spot, especially fading a team that's been on the road, whether it's a you know, back to back on the road, whether they're coming back from a road trip. I like the first half. I think it's a little more um, predictable, in my opinion, because the Clippers can the Clippers can get hot in the second half, right? With that great defense, they still have the talent there. Um, so I, I don't know. I just I like the first half. I played two first halves tonight, went two and zero. Maybe I'm just feeling the first half right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey man, when well you feeling it, you are feeling it. And the New Orleans Pelicans, the number two team in the NBA, in the first half against the number mm-hmm. behind the Boston Celtics at thirty 32- two. 17-1, and one ATS. That's the New Orleans Pelicans in the first half this year. They come out ready to play. Let's see if they can catch the Clippers sleeping after a long road trip. Maybe they still got to, you know, you know the deal, fellas. They got to go pick up the dry cleaning. They got to walk the dogs, as we've been saying. You know, go, go take care of business. Hopefully they can come out sleeping first half and full game. This podcast is proudly presented by BetMGM. Use bonus code ACTION when signing up to get up to $158 in bonus bets when you bet $5. For new users in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, AC, coming right back to you. Let's talk about the Warriors. Clay Thompson doesn't close the game. They have a conversation about (laughs) it. Draymond Green is questionable right now as we record this on Tuesday night on the injury report. Keep an eye there. Why do you like the Warriors here minus the one?
1: Yeah, I mean, to be completely transparent with you, this is not a spot I usually take, right? Philadelphia without Joel Embiid, they're playing terribly. I think they've lost six out of the last seven. It's not a team you want to back. Uh, But those are the particular, you know, potential spots that I like. Uh, But I just think that the Warriors have turned a corner, especially Jonathan Kaminga. I think Kaminga has been really, really good recently. And it's not just scoring, but he's uh, rebounding the ball. He's actually sharing the ball really well as well. And I think he's playing off of Steph really well. These are the type of games where if the Warriors want to be where they want to be, this is a team that they need to take care of. No Joe Embiid. Um, Philadelphia is playing really bad. This is the first game of a back to back for Golden State. They have to play in Philly t- tonight, and then they play in Indiana, you know, on Thursday night. So they need to take a, take care of business early and often in this one. I just think the Warriors are the play here. They're a small favorite, which is you know somewhat somewhat a uh, something I, I don't really like, but I think it's a spot. So I think they they not only cover the one one and a half, but I think if they win, this is going to be a blowout.
0: Yeah, Jay, this number earlier, before when I was looking at the board before we hopped on, it opened at like 3, three and a half and in some spots. Now it's down to one. Talk to me about this matchup, the Warriors overall. Do you believe that Kaminga and the gang have turned a corner? And then, of course, I'm on the same spot, just on the total, so we'll get into the Sixers without the big fella.
2: Yeah, I would probably look a little bit more towards Kaminga. He's been balling. I believe he's had 25 or more points in the last, like, five or six games. So this is actually a game that I'd look towards some props, in my opinion. Uh, Nothing against AC, but I'm just – I'm not looking at any favorites right now. Like, there's not a single favorite that I'm betting right now. I'm only looking to – like, when I say that I'm the dog catcher right now, I'm going going Craig's daddy. Like, I'm (laughs) only looking towards the dog. These are the dog days of the NBA. But obviously, with this spread, I mean, it could go either way, right? I mean, this line might even close at a pick or something. So uh, with a minus one, it's not room for a dog to cover. Like they have to win the game outright. I do agree that the Warriors have somewhat turned the corner. They did. I had them in the last game versus the Nets, and they were struggling in the first half. There, I think that the Nets are just trash. But um, honest, being perfectly honest, I could see this going, game going either way. But um, to be on. Really on a whole other level, I'd love to see the Warriors win this game because this is the first game of back to back. And uh, let's just say if they win this one, I'll be uh, I'll be pretty heavy on the spot. We'll be on here tomorrow as well. So uh, if the Warriors yeah, do win, Jay. I'll be pretty. I'll be I'll always look ahead, man. I'll always look into the future, man. That's how you got to stay ahead of the books. So if the, I'll be rooting for the Warriors to win this game. I'm rooting for AC. I'm not betting this game. The Warriors win this game. Um, I'll be on the Pacers the next night for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm already going to be on the Pacers. Uh, win or lose, especially if they lose or win a close one, I think it's going to be a, a a really nice Pacers spot on on Thursday night. The other thing I wanted to say before I get back to you, Sean, is the weakness that the Warriors have is they're undersized in the in the inside. Right, they always get dominated by rebounding. Um, they have to hit twenty threes to compete in a game. But their one weakness is kind of ne- negated without Joel Embiid in the lineup. So I don't mm-hmm. think the Sixers can really take advantage of that. They're running and gunning right now without Joe Embiid. Maxie, Harris, all these guys are running, which plays in the style. Stylistically, it plays into the Warriors' hands. So I like Golden State in this one. Again, it is the first game of a back-to-back. They need to take care of business, so I like the motivation spot here too.
0: Well, I see you don't like uh, Tobias Harris running a running gun? You don't trust that?
1: <laughs> I don't, man. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: I was, this is hey, Tobias Harris right has terms- been balling. Tobias Harris yeah, has been, been playing balling. pretty well. He's I, not
2: a big I, he's not a big though. He's not a big guy. I, at I all. have
0: a. yeah, I have a. I got a personal thing against Tobias. I just feel like over the years he he has been the missing piece of a lot of teams he's been on, and he just hasn't shown up and, and brought that game that I know he's capable of because you see when he does go crazy, it's like, yo, where is this guy all the time? How come this you know guy doesn't is? show up every single night? Talk to me. You know,
2: what, you know what it is, Sean? And I agree with you. I'm like, I think he's one of the most overrated players in the NBA. This year, this is the last year of his contract, and he's playing for a contract, whether <laughs> it's with the Sixers. So it makes sense now, don't it? These uh, guys care about their money. So um, he's, he's in a contract year. This is the last year of his contract. So whether he's playing for the Sixers or somebody else, that's the reason why he's trying to ball out. But I, I perfectly agree with you there, Sean. He was he was one of the guys who was like, this guy gets paid way too much money, but he's actually earning it this year. They yeah, just need to no
1: reunite question. Bobby and Toby. That was Keith that was <laughs> Tobias Harris, in my opinion.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. All right, so I'm, this, all this talk leads into to my play. I'm going to go over 237 in Warriors, Sixers. I'll be flat out. The Sixers, I tweeted it yesterday, are in trouble without the big mm-hmm. fella. I have seen it at some books as high as minus 155 for them to play in the play-in. So, in other words, they're getting ready to drop three, four slots into that seven, eight, nine range, potentially. Orlando, potentially Miami could get it together and move up. But overall, they have been playing terribly. They've lost six of seven. They just don't have it. Now, going back home, this feels like a must-show-up spot against the Warriors, who I agree, fellas, have turned the corner a bit and are starting to put it together a little bit. Clay. Yeah, you're not finishing a game because you're not supposed to be finishing anymore. It's just <laughs> what it is. It's a very tough pill to swallow, hey, but he's not their Kerr, best man. option to close. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, once so, to Steve Kerr. Once Steve, once, Steve and, and, once Steve made that decision and things like that are starting to happen, they're playing better ball overall. So combined with Philly losing six of seven, going home, it just feels like a must show up spot against the Warriors and the Warriors playing really well, I believe this number is too short. I believe this game is going to be in the 240s. Overall, Philly has been the best over team in the NBA, and you want to talk about the last 14. They're 10-4 and four to the over the last 14. The Warriors are 11-5 and five to the over in their last 16. If you go and start looking at and talking defensive rating over the last 15 games, both of these teams, bottom half of the 20s, mid-20s on defensive rating, Last handful of games, especially when Joel Embiid goes out, they had absolutely no answer down there for anybody. Now, combined with all that, they've been over teams all year. Now, combined with Joel off the floor, combined with potentially Draymond not going, I like the over in this spot, 237. I think Philly shows up. I'm not sure if they're going to win. I think it's going to be tight. I think it's a good sign for the over that it opened at plus three and is now down to plus one on the Philly side. I expect a competitive game. I expect buckets to be ball to be going in the bucket because it has been frequently when you play both of these teams with Philly needing to show up and, uh, and golden state, not playing D and turning the corner overall offensively and not having to deal with Joel by the basket. I like points in this matchup. I'm going to go over 237 in this game. Jay money is money. Any thoughts?
2: Yeah, I don't I can't talk you off. I mean, these are two over teams right now. The Sixers don't really they're running and gunning. Um I w- I would like to lean towards Tyrese Maxi points here. It's coming off a bad game where he only shot 6 for 16 and only had 15 points, but also on the other hand, teams are noticing Let's blitz Maxi coming off the pick and roll, right? Let's double team him and make the rest of the team beat beat us, and that's the that's the script right now to beat the Sixers. But um, I I, I want to go back on some because like I'd like to say I lean to the Sixers now. First off, I hope this game goes in a double overtime. First off, I'll tell you that like I would love that, but um, the Sixers are just down in the dumps right now, man. And I talked about this earlier on Green Dot Daily. I'm really worried about the mindset of the uh, of the players on the on the Philadelphia 76ers. That's one thing that I really tried to get into. Once I started getting into the mindset of these players, that's when I really started to make a lot of money in the NBA. Um, Like you may not get Embiid back for the regular season. And if you don't get them back for the regular season – I mean, you could really mess around and not even make the playoffs. You see what I'm saying? So um, I know that he's going to be out for four weeks or be reevaluated in four weeks. That doesn't mean he's going to be back. He still has to ramp up. They're just checking in on him after four weeks. You see what I'm saying? Uh, And the way that this guy takes falls, I'm worried about the Sixers that they might start looking towards next year, in my opinion, here. So this is a revenge spot for the Sixers. But with the Warriors sitting in the 12th seed right now in a must-win type of game, um, I could only look towards the Warriors. And Sean, did you say
0: something about Draymond? Is he questionable or something here or what? Draymond is questionable on the report as we record this right now. Right knee contusion. Okay, yeah, if he's out,
2: that's definitely going to hurt their defense. But, yeah, I see a run-and-gun type of game here regardless. Sixers don't really have a ton of pain protection here. Paul Reed's only playing like 20-some minutes. After that, you got Mo Bumba, Um, I mean, th- this game should fly over. I like the look there, Sean.
0: AC, Maxie, uh, Jay Money just mentioned it. Maxi's point prop is 28-and-a-half, so that's hefty. I like that in in terms of bouncing back. From a bad game, that leans into the over. And also, I looked at all the numbers on on the Sixers because I lean the same way as Jay just laid out. I, I I would not be shocked if all of a sudden this turns into four weeks, eight weeks, and then mm-hmm. we see Joel at the crib packing it up. Right now, you can get the Sixers plus 850 to miss the playoffs. So they get in there and, and, and they go to the play-in and they start banging around with a couple of hungrier teams. I, I can see it happening. Um, I see any thoughts on on this matchup the Sixers overall and um the total.
1: Yeah, when when you hear that player's injury reports are to be reevaluated in 4 weeks, it doesn't even necessarily just mean the actual player. Let's say the next 4 weeks the, the Sixers go like 3 and 15. There's no point to bring Joel and beat back at that point, right? So, they also have to reevaluate where the team is in 4 weeks as well. So, that's another thing to th- to look at. As far as your over, Sean, I I like it because you mentioned it. Both teams are on overruns, and both teams are coming off games where the under hit, right? So Mm -hmm. Sixers-Dallas was under. uh, The Warriors' previous game was under. So this is a bounce-back spot for the over. I just hope uh, Warriors drop like 150 so we both cash.
0: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) no questions. All right, let's get you guys out of here. To recap, AC, the analyst cappers on the Warriors, minus one. J Money is money. Dogs only. Dog catcher, Pelicans, plus six and a half. I am on the over in Sixers Warriors, over 237. 4J Money is money. 4AC, the analyst capper. I am your host, Sean Little. We are presented by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Go download the Action Network app and tell a homie to tell a friend to download the Action Network app. This crew is back tomorrow. Don't forget it. Get buckets, baby. We'll talk to y'all later.